Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Hello, and welcome to Goats and Dragons, the stream where helpful goat gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons. A game of shared storytelling where I try to kill my friends. I'm Andrew Gilbert, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Gaming. But tonight, I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, Galway, playing the tiefling sorcerer Charity. Who totally wasn't just composing a Discord message. Hi, everybody. Adam, playing the halfling rogue Burbage Kemp. Hi, everyone. Lena, playing the Goliath Barbarian Stormbringer. Hi. And Darcy, playing the tiefling cleric Hakari. If Hakari don't love you anymore, walk that scaly ass out the door. <laughs> Very good. Solid. It's solid. It's good. Anyway, hey, everyone. Welcome to Goats and Dragons. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. We're going to be uh, recording our podcast. Let's just jump right into, um, yeah, tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. Yeah, that was kind of a weird 80s rock anthem of that. I, love I was going to say, yeah, we, we slid right into like hair rock there. Yeah, I got some white snake vibes from that. All right. Hell yeah. I'm now just picturing Burbage in like a white snake video. It fits. 100%. So, previously on Goats and Dragons, the fates of Rin. The Bovalian Candle Festival has ended, and the family has made preparations to set sail in search of an elusive figure who may be the key to several unanswered questions. That figure is someone named Israk Devere, and the only clue to his existence are a few odd references in some archaic books and a bloody letter stolen from a courier. It seems worth it, however, since this person may unlock pieces of a greater puzzle, and may also hint at a mysterious relation to Vimeris. The journey there will be through rough seas this time of year, and as you load the ship, the wind stirs again, biting at any exposed flesh. You look out to the sea to the south and see gray waves capped in white. The snows in the distance simply look like low-hanging clouds, and for most of you this is going to be unpleasant. However, Stormbringer will feel quite at home in the cold waters. And now the ship is stocked 
and staffed. Please describe how you would like to leave Cliff Mill and begin the next leg of your journey. You guys, the weather's so nice for boating today. We're going to have so much fun. We should go boat now. We should go what? Boat. We should go boat? <laughs> yes. Like ver- the verb boat? Yes, that's the verb verbage. Okay. I know how yeah. to speak. Okay. Just clarifying. Charity is like probably having Aideen help him slide on another coat. Oh. Uh, yes. You look like a marshmallow. Thank you. That's... It's going to be so nice to be on a boat with you guys. It's nice and small. So we'll be able to keep track of each other really well. This is going to be great. <laughs> Charity's just going to kind of hang his head. Yeah. Great. Not freezing. If you want to be warm, maybe we should all share a room or a cabin, as they're called on boats. No, no, that won't be necessary, Stormbringer. Remember, we've moved on from that. We're getting better. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. It's all right. Now, now tell me. Kind of depends on how this next encounter goes, right? This? You're right. Yeah, what encounter? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, this sweater that you gave me is kind of itchy you can't take it off right and also i'm i guess i'll ask both you and andy have i would burbage have noticed anything about this sweater um what if i what if he had tried taking it off like um away from stormbringer's eyes (laughs) try taking it off well i guess i mean so let's clarify so like how long after the the gift exchange where she gave me this sweater um, are we right now? Oh, it's been a couple of days. It's been a couple of days, but, and, but we've been staying in the same uh, room still at, at the inn in Cliff Mill, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay, but I... Tiny bit uh, watching everyone all at the same time, but not... Sure, a, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But now that we're on the ship, she's going to have a harder time with that. So I retract my question, and I know what Burbage will be trying to do in his cabin <laughs> tonight. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, if you want to, if someone wants to sort of take from party storage about 143 gold for all of the supplies, um, that you have, that is, uh, you can fully stock the ship for up to three weeks on, on, um, the waters. And that's how much money did you say again? Sorry. 143 gold. Um, and then if you, uh, um, several of you have uh, said you'd like to crew part of the ship, um, and that'll cut down on some costs to buy a uh, crew and officers. So um, that would only be, hold on, let me roll something. Um, so that would only be about uh, 40 gold a week uh, for an experienced crew. To man this large ship um so for about three weeks you can kind of pay as you go or you can kind of try to do it in a lump sum it's up to you guys um but for three weeks it would be can we get a discount if we do it in lump sum or better can't we try to talk them into doing it for free because they'd have the honor of boating with us and we're amazing and famous and we saved cleft you can certainly try to do that uh the uh, people you will attract 
uh, will be quite less <laughs> uh, experienced on the seas. So if that's something you want, or if you'd rather Hi. just kind of hire the best people around, that's up to you. Is there a discount if we do it in a lump sum? Uh, yeah, for about 100 gold for three weeks. Um, they would be cool with that. And all of these people, I assume we could also have intensively vetted using yes, insight checks, zone of truth spells, etc. Yes. Yep, everyone is uh, it, you know, uh, experienced and no ill will toward the family. Uh, basically professional, trying to do a job, wanting to get paid. Uh, I mean, some rough people, true, but they're sailors. Um, we'll go ahead and pay them, and I'd like to think that Charity has kind of nicely negotiated them down to collectively being a hundred. Yeah. And then we'll go ahead and pay them a hundred and ten. Oh, that's nice. Why? <laughs> Why are you doing that with our money? <laughs> because Stormbringer should be more paranoid about them like trying to cut our throats? I'll just kill them first. Don't say that to Stormbringer. You're saying that to Lena, right? Because Yes, of course. Okay. Jesus. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Nor is Charity. Uh, excellent, then. All right. Um, both Hakari and Burbage um, uh, did push for a few of the crew members because they were quite good looking. Oh yeah. Sounds about right. But is anybody as good looking as Adel was? Uh yeah. There's there's a few actually that are quite good looking as, as Adel was. Ooh, that'll help a bit. Burbage was so yeah. sad and, and envious when Adel left with, with Crotch the Sticky. Not only is yeah. Adel the hottie gone, but he gets to be living the dream that Burbage grew up with. Which was to be a, a a pirate under the great crotch the sticky. Yeah. So uh having these new lookers will help ease the sting oh, a bit. God. Yeah. And he's also, and I, I I will say that Burbage will insist on taking over Adel's duties on the ship because he'll assume that that he left a big gap that only Burbage can fill. Solid. All right. Um, so uh, the crew basically stands thus. Um, you have a captain named uh, Endwill, who's a half-elf. Uh, and he's old, but he's quite, quite good. Um, first mate is named Amity Bladewalker. Uh, she's a half-elf as well. Uh, your surgeon is Charity. Uh, Burbage then will slip in as quartermaster. And Stormbringer as bosun. Um, and then you have a cook named Eliel, who's a female dwarf. And then, uh, Hakari, you don't really have, uh, any duties on the ship, um, which is probably just how you like it as well. Uh, and also, Hakari, why don't you give me a D100, um, actually two of them, please, rolls. I'd also say that, just while she's doing that, yeah, when Charity has sort of noticed that, um... Stormbringer's uh, notices that her sort of vigil is fading, like over those couple of nights. Um, he may well have snuck out with Aideen. Nice. All right. Can I make a roll to see if I noticed him sneaking out? Yes. What roll? You can do a perception check, just a general. 
14? Uh, you probably didn't catch them then. Uh, Aideen, as a ranger, is quite good at uh, sneaking around here. Okay. She might have actually also, I can't remember which spells I gave her, she might have had silence. Yeah, she might have literally (laughs) been impossible for you to... No. Beautiful. Alright, Hakari, uh, still, your god does not answer your prayer on each of these days. Um, And if you're ready, um, you've got your crew, you've got your supplies. Uh, Is there anything else you'd like to do in town before you check out? Or would you rather get going? I would say that as they're sort of going to the boat, and I imagine, you know, Adian's been helping with this and they've been going over, I would especially imagine over the last couple of days, Charity, Adine, and Missy have been talking a fair amount. Since Adine now functionally has control of 50 soldiers guarding the town. Yeah. <laughs> um. So working out any plans, countermeasures, you know, discussing what's going to happen, coordinating if there's anything with that. But like as they're walking up and still talking um, and, you know, looking over the ship uh, before he gets on, Charity will sort of turn and will definitely kiss Aideen and then be heading up the gangplank. She puts her hand to her lips as she watches you leave her face flush. But that's probably just the cold wind, I'm sure. Burbage sees this and he's like, Charity and Aideen standing on the dock. K-I-S-S-I-N cock. Where else would they be standing? Charity's supposed to be coming onto the ship, Burbage. Yeah, I know. I'm just having some fun. <laughs> Why would they stand somewhere else? <laughs> As you say that, Burbage, um, that really, really good-looking guy like uh, carries kind of a, a duffel bag next uh, next to you, and he says, "Oh, <laughs> that's funny. That's pretty." Oh. pretty does, does he say that like he actually thinks that's funny, or is he being a dick? Nah, he's. Yeah, I'll give me an insight roll. Stormbringer, I'll, I'll let you do that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Burbage is not checking for that at all. I rolled a 12. It's hard to tell. Probably okay. thinks it's funny. Okay. I would also say that uh, as part of the refitting of the ship and getting the supplies on, uh, Charity would have had the um, just some minor like cosmetic touch-ups and stuff done from the last attack, but... Burbage and I think Hikari would have noticed that now where the ship's name, the readied sails, is sort of on the hull, in the sort of decoration around it, if you look carefully, you can see Thieves Can't symbols for extremely dangerous, do not mess with. <laughs> nice. Does Burbage know the name of that hot guy that laughed at his at his song? You can yeah, you can ask. Um, oh, you yeah. like that one, eh? There's more where that f- came from, handsome. What's your name? I'm Burbage Camp, D.O.D. That's uh, Burbage Camp, Defender of Diefield. You might have heard of me. Oh, yeah, I heard of you. I heard of you. Uh, my name's Asher. Asher Cloudfang. Asher. Yeah. Asher Cloudfang. Yeah. That's a great name. Good for you, Asher. No. Good to have you on the boat. I'm your quartermaster. Between you and me, what does a quartermaster do? 
Dear God. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're funny, Burbage. You're funny. I like you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> All right, cool. See you later, Asher. Oh, damn. What does a quartermaster do? And Burbage walks I, off. I, I feel like <laughs> Charity is Charity and Stormbringer are, like, standing with Endwill, like, looking over some final forms, and Charity's, like, looking down, like, wait, Burbage is the quartermaster? Yeah, he wanted to. Because of Adel? Adel? The little, the, the guy that, I don't know. He wanted to! <laughs> Through the sigil. Stormbringer's in here. Did he appear to evince any knowledge of what a quartermaster does? Well, I mean, no, but he's he's a smart little guy. I'm gonna look up at Endwell. Uh, Captain? Yes? If there were to say be a uh, dummy's guide to being a quartermaster, might you have such a thing in your possession? Well, nothing written down, but uh, I, I could take him under my wing if you're worried you don't know how to do it. I'm sure he'll be fine, but you might take him under your wing. Oh, now I'm thinking of make ready the sails, Mr. Hisla. Sad. Hey, maybe he just flew away. Pretty sure he was flightless. But he had wings. Right? Or just feathers. What did he <laughs> look like? Wing hands. He had wing hands. Double duty. At this, uh, <laughs> the, the boat sort of lurches forward as the sails drop and the anchor has been raised. Um, you are now leaving uh, the town of Cliff Mill. The calm snows, the warm fires, and the giant ice spire in the middle of town. Your eyes sort of linger on it as it uh, gets smaller and smaller now in the distance as uh, you are traveling south. Hey, so you guys, here's the deal. If you don't want me staring at you while you sleep as much, we should maybe all sleep on the same deck. On the same deck? I thought we already yeah. were sleeping on the same deck. No, we're like on like three different decks. I don't know why we thought that was a good idea. It seems like a huge security risk. I guess we were just like, oh, everything's fine. Nothing can happen on a boat. And then something happened on a boat. So... <laughs> Well, need I remind you that Hakare did cast that spell, making it so that nothing bad can ever happen to us again. How about Did you that? finish that spell, Hikari? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Burbage. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I just do feel like Charity and Hikari have now locked eyes. Like, <sighs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's a great eye lock. I just don't want to get into it. <laughs> Can I say that? I don't want to get into it, and then I just walk away. Wait, no. So it, it does that mean no? Stumbling it. Yeah, I think she finished it in Cliffmill. I think she had to finish it in Cliffmill. We're well, only leaving because why, she finished it. That why wouldn't plan. she want to get into it if it if it worked? What if something went because wrong? She, because she hasn't had enough to drink yet today. That's all. Okay, I'll bring her some alcohol and ask again. But if something went wrong, then I don't know, you guys. I might. I'll just stay awake. It's okay. Um, I'm gonna go find Hikari and take her some alcohol. All right. Uh, oddly enough, you do. You've noticed recently, she's not been drinking a lot, and 
rarely now in the last few weeks to excess. Really since kind of that first night you got into Cliff Milligan. Yeah, no wonder she's stressed out. <laughs> Hikari, here's some alcohol. Tell me if the spell worked. Yeah, Hikari, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, this spell worked. It doesn't mean nothing bad will ever happen again, but it oh. gives us better chances of good things happening. I misunderstood. I thought it was going to make everything okay forever. <laughs> I just glare at, at Burbage. Okay. I'll I'll make some plans. It's okay. I don't have to sleep, but I would like it if we all slept on the same deck. You need to sleep, Stormbringer. You need to sleep. Okay, but can we all sleep on the same deck? You and I already do. There's other people besides you and I in the family charity. Sure, we can all sleep on the same deck. I'm fine with that. Okay. Thank you, Hikari. Does Burbage have to switch rooms with somebody to do that? Uh, yeah, Hakari and Burbage would have to switch rooms to the main deck if you want to do that. That's fine. Uh, Hakari, yeah, go ahead and pick out your new room then. It's not, it's no longer the bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, like 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, any <laughs> of those kind of basically fitting, I guess. Uh, would be fine on the main deck. Or 7, 8, 10, 11 are all free. And Burbage, I guess if you wouldn't want to move your stuff upstairs, that's fine too. I will make this concession to Stormbringer as long as she doesn't insist on us all sleeping in the same room. No, just on the same deck. I'll be in 11, I guess. Okay. Um, as you're sort of packing up your last box, uh, you see Asher um, is kind of at your door, Burbage. Um, and he almost bumps into you, and he goes, "Oh, sorry about that. Uh, I guess, uh, guess I'm supposed to take your room then. Um, for mixing things up. Uh, looks like this is I'm going to be staying in here. All right, cool. Well, uh, good luck in there. I almost had a lot of great sex in that room, so I hope you have better <laughs> luck than I did. Oh, that's a kind of an odd thing to say, but sure, okay, thanks." I mean, not if you were as sex-obsessed as I am, but all right. All right, I'll see you later. <laughs> all right, uh, Hikari, Burbage, you settle into your new rooms on the main deck there. Um, it is a lot colder uh, up here, um, so you, you uh, sort of require a few more blankets and um, definitely your heavy, uh, heavy clothing gear. But, yeah, um... So, each day sort of gently rolls into the next on the seas. Probably one of the hardest things about the now four days that you've had on the seas is the boredom. It's getting difficult. Uh, and you, Whenever you look around, you just see sort of water and water and more water. And the crew itself is uh, cold and... Just sort of always damp. Um, and after about four days, which, again, Hakari, go ahead and give me four more rolls of your um, prayer power. 
after about four days, even the morale of the crew is starting to get a little uh, frayed. 21, 70, 12, and 41. All right. That 12 is very close, but not quite. All right. Um, so anyway, uh, the crew morale already, after just a few days in, you notice, has really kind of dipped, uh, gotten pretty bad. Is there anything special um, you guys would like to do as, you know, as officers and, um, you know, people that own the ship? Uh, generally, the crew is kind of looking toward you. We could have an arm wrestling tournament. You certainly could. I might actually see. Do, do people seem like they might be ex, uh, interested in that? And we we could do something like uh, suggest putting up like I don't know a nice bottle of some form, some sort of alcohol that we had on board. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you do have a nice uh, a, a, an aged bottle of Glory Gem Wheat um, that was in the the sort of Hakari's room <laughs> um, that she seems a little bit more willing to give up at the moment. And I think that we'll, we'll, and like charity and announcing this is like any who are interested are welcome to participate. The prize, this lovely bottle of glory gem wheat uh, will go to either the first person able to beat Stormbringer in arm wrestling or if everyone passes their opportunity slash has already taken their opportunity and lost, whoever managed to go the longest without her beating them. That's nice. Um, all right, so you set up a table kind of uh, uh, on the cargo deck. Um, uh, and one day when it's particularly, you know, for the time of year, generally nice out and not a lot of the deckhands need to be hyper vigilant. You generally gather uh, downstairs, um, and uh, on this nice wooden, solid wooden table where a lot of your meals are eaten, um, Stormbringer, you sort of kind of stretch and start to kind of, you know, work out a few kinks in your muscles. Um, and the first person to step up to you uh, is named Rose Roundtree. Uh, and she's a bit of a burly woman. Um, and uh, she sits down across from you. And if you'd like, um, why don't we go ahead and roll a strength check? Yeah, wrestle me! Uh, and at that, uh, that is the magic word. Your tattoo on your right arm starts to glow a brilliant purple. Uh, and it just kind of goes all the way down your arm and it, the tattoo itself sort of extends and wraps around your hand um, and you have advantage on these I'm, when I remember what that does I'm going to reach out and uh, pat a rose on the shoulder and go it's not quite as good as a tattoo devoted specifically to this but this might help a little bit and cast guidance Oh, nice. Okay. I only uh, wrote a 14. Remember, everyone, nice. guidance, best catch in the game, makes you better, or people that you care about better at stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, with that, um, she's going to use that actually real quick. Uh, and with that, she rolled a 17. So she starts to 
push your arm down, actually, Stormbringer. Uh, and this is pretty insane. Why don't you go ahead and do that again? Next and I'm not going to I'm not going to refresh it. I rolled a 22 that time. Oh, at this, she only rolled an 11. So you push it back to middle. Go ahead and do another one. Oh, 13. Uh, she rolled a four. So you bend her arm <laughs> on. Uh, she's on the on the ropes. Go ahead and do one more. 14. Ooh, and at this, she rolled a 16. She pulls it back to the center. Go ahead and roll again. 10. Oh, at this, she rolled a 19, and she's pushing your arm almost down to where it's gonna it's gonna hit the table. Go ahead and uh, roll again. And I'm upset that she's winning, <laughs> so I'm raging now. Okay. I don't know that that helps because I already have advantage, but, yeah. but I'm pissed off. From the cargo deck, anyone on the main deck is going to hear. Mind the skies! 21. A 21. Yeah, at this, uh, you hear something kind of uh, almost pop in her arm, and it goes nearly all the way back down. Uh, she rolled a crit miss. Yeah! Uh, one more. She's going to be at disadvantage now. 21 again. All right, and at that, you slam her arm onto the table, and she's rubbing her arm. It's like, oh, I gave you a good fight, didn't I, though? Yeah, that was pretty tough. That was pretty good. You're awesome. I'm going to go ice my arm in the fucking ocean, though, now. Okay, (laughs) be careful, though. There's sharks. Seven rounds is actually, I think, a record for anyone. Uh, can Can I do a med check to see if I can help her arm? Yeah, it just needs some ice. It, it should be fine. Okay, it's okay. Too bad. Uh, but she does limp away. Um, Stormbringer, you then start beating most why of the crew. Why is she limping? Wait, why is she limping? Oh. Was she limping uh, at the beginning? Because it's her arm. No. Yeah. <laughs> Scratch that. She's, she's tentatively holding her arm. Okay. I'm so confused for a minute. Away. I mean, yeah. did she lose it so badly that she hurt her leg too? <laughs> her leg hurts. Um, uh, after uh, about four more um, that you've beaten, uh, Asher comes up and he's kind of stretching a little bit and he kind of looks to you, Hikari, and he kind of gives a little bit of a nod as he sits down. Oh no, uh, Burbage is gonna kill me. If I and he looks over to Burbage and gives just a slight wink there. Ooh, oh no, Hikari's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or wrestle me. Well, I don't know if I got what it takes, but sure, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Charity's gonna like hold his head. They're both going to be so pissed when she breaks him in half. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Stormbringer, why don't you go ahead and give me a roll? 14. 14 is good. Um, his arm, you're shaking, uh, but you're already starting to gain ground on him. Uh, one more? Uh, 14 again. Ooh, at this, he's, uh, he's really gritting everything, and his, the veins in his arm are starting to pop as he pulls you back center. Give me another. 20. Uh, this you push him down even further. Give me another. He's really gritting his teeth. Uh, Seven. What the fuck? That's enough. You slam his arm on the uh, table and oh, yeah. He, he sort of makes a fist a few times and oh well. I don't know what I was thinking was gonna happen, but whew, you're good. Maybe Hakari Burbage can comfort you. 
about Kari Burbage, like we're one person. <laughs> he sort of gets a little red in the face and kind of skulks off. I'm a good matchmaker. I got oh, <laughs> Asher, it's okay. She's really strong. I bet you're really strong too. In bed. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Charity's gonna look over. There's a there's a line between flirting and harassment. <laughs> yes, well, fair point. I didn't <laughs> specify a thin one. Uh, at this Stormbringer, um, uh, there's only one more challenger. Uh, it is, um, actually not someone you necessarily really saw. Uh, in the crew itself you you've seen him around just a few times now on the ship and he's made you nervous because this is the only other goliath on the ship (gasps) and you've very you've both purposefully been avoiding each other Uh, why is there someone on my ship that isn't part of the crew no 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 they're they are part of the crew stormbringer hasn't really noticed (laughs) them before oh okay i'm like and hasn't hasn't talked to them (laughs) I was like, telekinesis is a solution for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. They they've been hired and checked out and um Okay, yeah, okay. Quite Sorry, good I was like, they do. They just <laughs> We took measures, Andy. <laughs> yeah, no, we're good. Um but his name is Cleves. Uh and he sits down across from you and just very sternly kinda gives you a nod. Or rustle me? Mm. He'll nod at you. Yeah. Uh, and at that, your tattoo lights up a brilliant purple, uh, and he just kind of smiles uh, and uh, grasps your hand really tightly. Um, Stormbringer, your arm is getting a little tired after, honestly, about six <laughs> different people you've just been beating over and over at arm wrestling here. It's, but um, there's a bit of renewed vigor in your eyes as this Goliath is staring you down. So go ahead and give me a strength check. Nat 20. <laughs> Jesus Christ. His arm pops off. <laughs> um, there's things I would do with that, but he rolled a crit miss. Oh, oh, wow. oh no. So now there are new things I'm going to do with this. <laughs> okay, I'm not like trying to like kill him or injure I know, him. Yeah, I know you're not going to name him. Uh, there's something in you that just you're just it, it's almost it, it's a bit of apprehension and fear of another Goliath like this. Um and you just want to make a point. Uh you slam his hand immediately down so hard. Uh, you hear a crack in his hand and the table itself splits the wood. Uh, and at this, he just immediately stands up and with his other hand uh, goes to shake yours. Yeah! I'll shake his hand. And then Good he... Good job! I, and yeah. then he'll limp away. He limps away. <laughs> that was a weird interaction. Do, do I feel like in my my medical opinion, like he has actual damage? Yeah, that's a broken hand. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it. You know exactly what that is. Healing word. 
Yeah, it starts to yeah uh, work a little bit. It, it will take a, a little bit more time to be perfectly functional again, but... And I'm mending the table. Oh, okay. <laughs> the table itself, the crack in the table, uh, sort of adheres back together. And at this, the, the, the crew and the crowd around you sort of erupt in... <laughs> sort of uh, just an excitement um stormbringer gang you've completely succeeded in not only raising morale but also bonding uh these individuals yeah well done done. charity will uh go get rose and hand her the bottle yep she was the uh the one that got the furthest uh, she graciously accepts um, and immediately starts to share with the other people that Stormbringer beat. <laughs> Beautiful. So um, after that, uh, a few more days pass. Um, the crew is a little bit more lively. You, Burbage, you start playing uh, some games of, of Dragon Dice with the crew. Um, Hakari, give me uh, three more rolls as well. Am I playing... Dragon dice or halflings and giants? Uh, you can play whatever you want. Yeah. I'll mix it up. I'll play both. It's a 47, a 66, and a 77. Kari, you still are not, uh, your prayers are not being answered. Jeez. What's that? <laughs> you cut out there. I just said, jeez. Um, so a few more <laughs> nights have passed, and um, one particular evening, um, basically the wind has just died, disappeared. Um, the boat itself has come to kind of a standstill. So uh, one night after dinner, the four of you um, venture onto the deck. Um, the winds have, the really, really cold, chilled winds um, have definitely died down. So it's a much nicer of an evening. Um, you look to the north, uh, and you can make out uh, a few lights on the shoreline. Um, you must have just sort of turned around that cape, um, and in the distance, the the sort of orange glow of a very large city. I mean, you're pretty sure that's Bovalia City that you see. Um, there's something kind of pretty about it and and really it's the only light you see as the moon is covered by very thick clouds in the sky and then you hear um, one of the crew sort of shout uh, and he's waving people up onto the forecastle um, the the front bow of the ship Um, and he's pointing at something in the water and as, as you make your way up to that point um, you see off the port bow kind of a greenish glow emerging from the depths and you and the crew cautiously gather on the ship's edge to then see dolphins striped with fluorescent green uh, wavy patterns on their skin diving and leaping and playing in the water on the, in this still night and the glow is amazing it's brighter than you could have possibly imagined and there's so many of them playing around the ship it's it's breathtaking 
Burbage will lean over to Captain Endwill and ask him, uh, Are we supposed to quarter those? Uh, no, no. <laughs> you're, no, you're, you're fine. Don't worry about it. All right, just making sure. Thank you. Yeah. Really pretty, though, huh? No, it's really no, nice I, out here. I've only seen the glue dolphins once before in my time. Long, long time ago. Did you just call them the blue dolphins? The glow dolphins. Oh, the glow dolphins. Yeah, because they're glowing. Sort of greenish. Yeah. So they're like a thing, huh? Are they like magical? Aye, aye. Quite, quite lucky to see on the seas. Nice, nice. Well, it's a, it's a welcome sight on this cold night. I'm, I'm remembering that correctly, right? That's the whole thing about sailing right now is that it's really cold out. It is quite cold still, even though the wind isn't uh, stirring up right now. I feel like Charity's going to look at the captain. Wait, they're a lucky omen? Aye, aye, lucky. Why, haven't you seen a bunch of lucky omens in your time? (laughs) 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 Yeah, not really. Is this, is this, are they here because of Hikari's spell? Maybe. Hikari? Oh, the crew sort of looks over at Hikari. Hikari, is this due to you? Sure. Sure. Ah! (laughs) I feel like we keep coming to, like, a bunch of full sitcom moments. I feel like Hikari needs to be making deception checks, like, all the time with these. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I do almost. Like, it's, yeah. it's, I don't think she's even trying to be deceptive. I don't know what to do anymore. I feel so bad about. It. <laughs> I think only the most gullible among you are still buying this. I don't think Stormbringer is. Yeah, I think Stormbringer is more choosing to believe this. Uh, probably looks like even the crew aren't quite buying this. Nakari, uh, sort of, oh, you're you're sort of smiling and kind of looking at Charity, who gives you a knowing look, um, and everyone's eyes kind of uh, shift back to the dolphins, um, and just to your right, then you see one of the crew slip behind one of the harpoons on the side of the boat, uh, and cranks back you see and this? reels me. You you see this, yeah, and they crank back and re- reel a shot. Yeah, I'm gonna go up there and smack his face. You just go up and smack him. Yeah. All right. He's a he's a half orc. Uh, yep. Named named Atub. Uh, and you go up and just slap him across the face. Yeah. Uh, and he he kind of taken aback for a second. Um, and then he just punches you straight in the face. Like, dude, don't shoot at the dog. Do I see that happen? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Everyone will definitely see this. Uh, I need a soundtrack for this fight. <laughs> uh, Alright. Hold on. This half-orc was sh- shooting at the dolphins? He was uh, yeah, reeling, yeah, he's, he was like cranking back the harpoon so that it would fire. Yeah! Um, Is this a, are we, do we have a, a rhyme of the ancient mariner situation going on here? I don't think you're supposed to kill a glowing dolphin. Yeah, a good omen, and you're gonna kill it. <laughs> Jerk. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Everybody he he winds back uh, and 
punches you in the face, Akari. Uh, that is just one hit point off of uh, off of you, and you reel back, and there's just a little bit of blood uh, now in the corner of your I, like, nose. I wipe the blood like off my face and just smile. <laughs> I'm gonna call over to the captain. You're quite sure it was good omen. I I thought so. Uh. Uh, and at this, uh, he's going to advance then on you. He's um, pulling up some of the sleeves on his on his uh, white billowy pirate shirt. <laughs> I'm going to run over there, but I'm not going to like interfere. I'm just there in case Hikari needs to tag me in. What would you like to do, Hikari? How do I punch him again? Like, do I? What do I have to like roll to punch? Uh, just give me a strength uh, check, and we'll add um, your proficiency to it. Uh, yeah, no, you punch him straight back then. Um, he kind of goes reeling back. He did not necessarily think you quite had that much force in there. He, he's now looking a bit dazed. Um, and you see him now pull a dagger out from, uh, from kind of the, his waistband, uh, in, in the back. Uh, and he's gonna slash at you with the dagger. Um, he just misses as you sort of hit, hit his hand away. Uh, he goes to the uh, to the left of you. And the Burbage, I mean, at that point, Burbage would draw bright. Yeah, this isn't a fair oh, that's fine. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally he's, drawing my axe. And he's drawing it, like, in an attempt to, to intimidate him, to get him to stop, I think. Okay. He's going to need to make a strength check. <laughs> okay. He rolled a... Two. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. He's going to be paralyzed and slowly float towards Charity. All right. That's terrifying. I would not recommend doing that ever again. Uh, you see him, yeah, struggling just a, a bit, but he there's a terrified fear in his eyes. Um, so why don't Burbage, Stormringer, Hakari, Charity, everyone give me an intimidation roll. Jeez, 18 for 18, me. 20, 20. <laughs> 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 wow. I rolled a one. failed my intimidation. Yeah, you rolled a one and then it re-rolled and you rolled another yeah. one. No, no, you rolled a one that and That shouldn't even be able to happen. Because of your halfling luck, two a one. Holy but, but the other scores were really high. Holy shit. <laughs> That's insane. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> interesting. So, yeah, yeah, really interesting. <laughs> so, Charity has pulled this guy toward him. Uh, Stormbringer has pulled out her axe. Um, Hikari at this point just kind of wipes some of the blood from her nose and his, her eyes just go black and menacing. This guy is just like shitting his pants. But then Burbage pulls out Bright Fang, which is <laughs> glowing. Every other light uh, lantern on the ship uh, goes out immediately. And there's a wind that immediately kicks up and lurches kind of the boat forward again. Um, this has silenced just everyone on the crew. This guy is not only terrified of each of you, 
Burbage, you're pretty sure the rest of the crew is also scared of you. Wait, what? Oh no! Oh no! That they're, they're starting to be whispers now uh, when Burbage pulled out Bright Fang and this is not something you've done in front of them before. You're pretty sure a lot of these people know what that weapon is. Uh, or at least have heard legends of it. And there is a very, very ugly feeling now on the deck of the ship. Really? However, this guy is absolutely terrified of all of you. Um, so what would you like to do with him? I'm going to sort of look him in the eye. Now, can I trust you not to do anything foolish? Or do you need a bit of an enforced swim? No, 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 I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. Just uh, put, me, put me down, please. Wait, I'm wait, good. wait. And I just walk okay. over to him and I smack him again. <laughs> Stop <laughs> killing dolphins! Oh, no. Uh, I just, they just look tasty, I'm sorry. Um, but he looks terrified. He drops the dagger. Um, and, and he's backing up now. Uh, a few of the crew kind of comfort him just a little bit um, but everyone is pretty silent in watching the four of you I was going to say I release him and then slowly uh, handle first his his dagger will levitate back to him okay <laughs> he very tentatively grabs it out of the air let me make this quite clear if there was to be a threat to this ship to us, to you all, from hostile forces, I would quite appreciate that kind of spirit and willingness to get work done. Turn it against me or mine, and things will not go as well. Clear? Uh, each of the crew members very solemnly nods at you. But hey, guys, remember the arm wrestling? That was fun, right? We're all friends. Everyone's nice here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all friends. Everything's fine, guys. This is just, it's just bright fang. You guys, yeah, just set the lights back on. And, uh, you know, it's I'm Burbage Kemp, D.O.D. Defender of Typhoon. Yeah, D.O.D. Yeah, Charity is kind of trying to ignore this repair work and is actually really focused on, was it, Atube, you said? Atube. Atube. Um, and he's going to walk over and offer Atube his hand for like a handshake. Yeah, he kind of look, just looks at it right now. I hope you also realize that were someone to threaten you, I would do far worse to them. Give me a persuasion roll. 12. Uh, 12, though, I'm going to pop guidance on that. So a d4. Okay. 15. Nice. He kind of squints a bit, and then his big green meaty fist smacks into yours, and he shakes it vigorously. He seems okay for now. Until we're murdered in our sleep. <laughs> 
I was wondering if I let that happen. <laughs> so, Andy, does Burbage get the sense? Yeah. So, like, we, we like, uh, did essentially, we, we vetted all of these crew members, right? Uh, yes, yeah. Um, they're, you know, they're a rough sort of people, but they are not, there's nothing against you or they don't have any ulterior motives other than mainly sure. just work on the ship. Sure, but so would Burbage know if any of these uh, crew members are from Diefield? Like, are any of these left over from the original Diefield crew or from uh, the people that we got from Diefield at all? Yes, there is one. Uh, Dury is one of the halflings, and he's still on the ship. He's the only from the last crew that you had that stayed on. I guess, I guess, I, yeah. Does Burbage get a sense of like so that ugly, that ugly feeling when he drew Breakfang yeah. and the lights went out? Does he have any sense that there is a that that you know you said that they seem like they know or suspect what this weapon is, but is Burbage's understanding that anybody from Diefield would be like a fan of his and a fan of Breakfang? And that other people might have reason not to be? Like, is there, like, a political aspect to this legend that Burbage has a sense of, especially in light yeah. of that moment? Yeah, yeah, give me a, um, give me an ad uh, history check with advantage. 19. 19, that's pretty good. Um, so the, the... While the the icon of Bright Fang is really important to the people of Diefield, it as a deadly, dangerous, horrific kind of weapon with a lot of blood uh, associated with it is mostly the story that a lot of the surrounding towns understand. Mostly because anyone who ever went against Diefield in the old days had the threat of Bright Fang being pulled on them. Mm. Um, so, so while, yes, Diefield loves this as an icon, most everyone else is generally scared of it. Damn. And also, I mean, I, does it seem like it's all, it would also be kind of a, a symbol of almost privilege that Diefield like, has over some of the surrounding towns? Yes, definitely. Or do you mean colonial oppression? <laughs> yeah, Burbage is wandering around in his like imperial Japanese flag shirt right now. <laughs> right, not as much Diefield as a conquering, uh, you know, city necessarily, but uh, yeah. But, but the legend of this weapon is one of blood, and and we're like, and Diefield's like well off. It has this great magical power. It's probably been able to defend itself more easily historically. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Um, so a few more days have passed, uh, and this nice little ring here is about where you think uh, you are. You are coming up uh, on the town of Lopishk. Um, Fuck that place. You pretty much have enough supplies. Um, if you wanted to, you could stop, give some people some shore leave. Um, or you could just kind of keep pressing on to um, uh, 
Yes, and also we should probably talk about where are you going exactly. Um, the town of Wadaven uh, down here is is what was mentioned in the letter. Um, but uh, definitely you should tell me kind of how you want to sort of approach this and what you're thinking of. I mean, I think Charity's entire thing, and we might have done this a little bit, even though I, I think we had talked to the mayor and they didn't need any supplies, but or we talked to Missy, actually. It wasn't just the mayor. Yeah. Um, but Charity might have suggested it would be an opportunity to like have some trade goods, etc., and that would just be the reason the ship was coming into port. So probably putting in two Wadaven with sort of minor business, at least for the ship. Okay. Was kind of what I'd been thinking. If I don't know if anyone else had had a different idea. Yeah, that's that's totally fine. Uh, so um, with the bloody letter, um, so the place that you're looking for, um, or at least the directions given in the bloody letter, were 12 miles north of Wadaven across the river uh, and hold it to the left until it breaks, right scamper down the bank and into the small cave travel through the cave system by taking left left right left right and the payment will be on the hook on the left side of the cave wall of course your special instructions have been withheld per your request wait 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 if we're supposed to do the opposite of what the letter says wouldn't 12 miles south be just down into the ocean are you asking me yes I'm looking at the map, but it looks like it would be. Yeah, um, kind of 12 miles south into the ocean, uh, there are some of these what are called black sliver cliffs um, that, oh. that are... Um, you, you've never actually seen them before, but you've heard they, they kind of make um, almost an... Uh, uh, not artificial, because they're natural, I guess, but it, they make a, a, almost a bay area that is protected from storms and uh, really high waves. So Wadaven um, is a giant port city um, and it's uh, quite well protected then. And 12 miles south would be on the cliffs. Right. The, yeah. So some of those large cliffs, if you wanted, yeah, they, they are okay. there. And we could access those from Wadaven? You could sail to them. Sure. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Um, well, given that, then we might go by those before the town. Okay. Well, we're we're only to Lopish, right? No, no, no. no. I was just saying in terms of our yeah. general, because Andy was asking oh, us, okay. could you, could could we tell him what we would be doing? I think Charity might prefer to if we could be reasonably sure of taking the measurements vaguely correctly etc we might prefer to stop by the cliffs first um but i'm not i'm not 100 percent. the thing i was also going to say um would be i was actually going to ask about uh you said shore leave um sure yeah is in lopish does charity think that shore leave and lopish would help morale yeah i probably would yeah so Charity would probably say that to people and be like, we might just let them go ashore and, you know, shake it out, buy them some drinks. Do we think it would also lead to some deserters? Like, are some people so freaked out they'd leave and we'd have to hire more people? Or 
Uh, give me. Or would insight. it just help? Yeah, give me an insight check there, Stormbringer. Um, I rolled a nat one, so that's good. Um, you <laughs> are one hundred percent sure that um, that if you stop, uh, yeah, some people will take off. I don't know, Charity. Some people are definitely going to leave if we stop here. Maybe we should just force them to continue what, on. What do I? Th- what do I think about that? Would that be an insight check from me? Uh, I mean, it depends on how much you you know trust Stormburner's gut on that. I. Mm, it's not that I wouldn't, but I'm more thinking: Do I get that read? Do I, you get that same read? Yeah. Uh, give me yeah. a yeah. Give me an insight then. Twenty three. Um, it's with with her idea. Yeah, actually, there might be one or two that that bolt. Um, if if given the chance at this point, just given kind of the general feel over the last couple days here. Um, do I think there's anything in particular we could do to combat that? Like I, in the sense of now, sort of extending that insight out of you know Storm Stormbringer's yeah. comment was like just keep them on the ship and let's just keep going, but do I feel like there's something that we could do instead, like letting them out for shore leave and giving them some extra coin or setting something up on the ship or you know something like right. that? Right. Yeah. You think that um probably more coin would, I mean these people are here for a job essentially is their main motivation so you think paying them more would definitely help keep them on the ship or at least return to the ship after shore leave come on it was just a friendly fight for like 50 gold more you could double a lot of the crew like the basic crew you not the officers necessarily but the basic crew you could like double their pay did you say 15 or 50 50 and I guess also with that, the, the 23 on insight, who do I think we'd be most at risk of losing? Uh, Atub. Um, uh, maybe Rose. Um, and there's one more. Hold on. I forget their name. Uh, and then someone on the crew named Bryce DeBolbeck. Those are probably the more likely people uh, to maybe skirt. No officers, but... Sorry, guys. (laughs) No, you're good. (laughs) Does Burbage get the sense that that this has more to do with the fight or with the Bright Fang moment? Uh, Burbage feels, at least, more like it's Bright Fang. And so that's what his probably main motivation is to think that. Yeah. So, folks, um, do you think you'll stop at Lopish? Not that I want you to stop at Lopish. I'm just saying you can do what you want. Or do you want to try to keep going to the uh, Black Sliver Cliffs? I mean, are we going to have like a group meeting about this? Because if so, Burbage would be like, look, I mean, I want people to be free to do what they want. You know, we can't just force them to stay with us. Right? Oh. I I think I would also have as a bigger question from Charity, or as one, one last question on that insight from Charity. Yeah. 
do I feel like for the people who might who are who I don't really think are going to scarper, do I think that the shore leave would be good even if some of the others then left? Yes, yeah, and you're you're not even positive about those people leaving, but but I would certainly say that for almost everyone else, even if some of those people left, it would probably be a net benefit. Yeah, y- you might have to pick up a couple more hands then if someone le- like because uh, you're basically kind of at minimum staff, and if people leave, so I- you might have to hire a couple more people. I would say that charity would probably suggest we talk I I think we should talk to Rose and Atub and Bryce I don't want them to leave but I agree with Burbage if they truly wish to then they are free to but we might persuade them to see what we could do Uh, to make this better and also to point out that their wages were paid in advance so if they could at least stick with us through making port in Wadaven that would be very helpful for us and that we would understand at that time if they chose to go their own way Yeah. Or, or, or we can tell them they can give us their money back yeah I the issue isn't so much the coin, it's more that I would prefer to keep this crew on. Oh. Why? Because each and every one of them was subjected to a zone of truth spell? We should do that again if we have to hire anyone else. Charity's gonna blink. I can't. Why not? I don't know that spell! That was Aideen! Does Hikari know it? Uh, let me check. I think you can know it. I think it's uh, one of. I think it's a cleric spell. I'm fine with him staying on the ship, by the way, or sure. like working it out with people. I just don't want people to kill things that aren't a direct threat to us. Oh, a hundred percent. But you're not sure if they're if you were to stop for shore leave, if everyone would like return. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. Um, I, I mean, I can do it, I guess. I don't know where it goes, like what level it's at. Yeah. Oh, and you can just kind of see how it works out. Maybe everyone will just come back and you'll be fine. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if we can make it better anyway. It seems like they're all just jealous of me, envious of the fact that I grew up in Diefield, and that I'm the defender of Diefield. D.O.D. It's not my fault. It's not my fault I was born into a family that was, you know had a lineage of, of, of being defenders of a magical, sacred artifact. You know what I mean? It's not my fault that I that I, I grew up there. Are you saying this really <laughs> loudly? Loud so uh, they can all hear. Yeah, a bit loudly, yeah. Because sure. I really point you to. Charity's just going to sort of blink this. Okay, leaving that aside, what what does everyone think? Talk to them? Take the shore leave? I say we talk to them and then take the shore leave. Yeah, that's fine. Sounds good to me. All right. Um, yeah, each, each you you kind of speak to them one on one. Each of them assures you that they uh, are fine and happy and are totally okay on the ship and that they're not going to leave. 
Are you going to make me roll insight multiple times? <laughs> uh, if you're asking if you believe that or not, uh, yeah, go ahead and roll an insight. A 25. 29, actually. 29. Um, yeah, for the most part, uh, yeah, you're pretty sure that Rose is going to take off and she seems a little inconsolable. But everyone else seems cool. Like, uh, they're going to come back. Even not too. But. Can I try to console Rose? Because we, like, bonded. You did. Yeah. Um, she just seems entirely freaked out. But you're a toughie, right, Rose? You're a toughie like me. You were as tough as me. Almost. You can handle anything. I, I know. But... So you'll be good. I mean, yeah, fine. I'll, I'll be good. That's That's totally fine. Because you're a toughie, right? I am. I'm a toughie. You I'm... sound like you're not convinced. No, totally convinced. Going to be just fine. But I kind of liked you because you're a toughie, so maybe you shouldn't leave. But I understand uh, if you have to. Agreed. Yeah, I, that's fine. I don't want to leave. Some shore leave would you're be nice. Sure. But... <laughs> All right. So uh, decision time. You gonna stop at Lopish or or yeah. another yeah, city? Yeah, sure. Or, How or... bad can it be? We're gonna stop at Lopish, and Burbage is Burbage is getting frustrated. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna stand up on a on a crate or something, and he's gonna say, "All right, now listen up, everybody. Oh God! As your quartermaster, I'd like to announce that we are going to stop for sure leaving Lopish. All right, and if any of you." think that oh i might just leave the crew that's fine that's fine but i know why i know why you're all acting strange and it's just because i'm burbage kemp all right there's nothing to be envious of though i mean you know you can't all be burbage kemp and you can't all be you know having grown up in 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 Diefield. it's not my fault it's not my fault is what i'm saying you know what i mean so don't blame me all right, so let's just enjoy shore leave, and then you know do what you want, because I I I'm for the little guy. I'm for all of you. I want you. He's to have... a little guy. Look at I'm him. I'm a little guy too. Yes, Tom Pring is right. Okay, he's coming so... up to my shoulder and he's standing on a box. Yeah, thank you, Charity. So you know I'm here for you. I'm I'm an ally. All right. Okay. Yeah, that was rousing. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Stormbringer. I appreciate it. Give me a persuasion roll, Burbage. As he started this, I put guidance on him. Beautiful. Well, I, I will one, say that... <laughs> this one, I feel like I had the ability to see some of this coming. Yeah, yeah he stood up on the box and you're like, alright. So, Burbage is trying to... This is weird. Burbage is trying to be persuasive, but I, Adam, as an as an... <laughs> as a performer, want him to not be persuasive successfully. So can I roll this okay. at disadvantage? Yeah, sure. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, it totally does. And go ahead and take advantage, yeah. or go ahead and take inspiration for such an act. Nice. All right, so I'm going to roll persuasion at disadvantage, but with guidance. Okay. A four plus... A, a D4? Yeah, and a D4, yep. I just rolled it. Okay. Uh, plus four, or one, whatever that is. Uh, well, so yeah, five, whichever roll. 
Yeah, we'll start the early one. Uh, five total. Yeah, you hear some grumblings. <laughs> you hear like, okay, yeah, all right, little little guy looking out for us. Okay, thanks. All right. Uh, <laughs> as uh, as you pull in uh, to the port city of uh, Lopish. and guys, I am and- so I am so sorry. It's just what Burbage <laughs> would do. And Charity's going to, like, bury his head in his hands and distribute from his own pocket, sort of in small change, etc. But, you know, like, I don't know, 15 gold to the crew? (laughs) Be like, here's something so that you can get drunk enough that that speech seemed like a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I love I giving love speeches. Oh, I love my characters giving speeches. It's always so bad. <laughs> so Hikari is this whole time she's just been kind of like on the top deck sun tanning and drinking a pina colada. Okay. Uh, and Hikari, give me uh, four more of your uh, hundred. Okay. Uh, and after this, um, we're going to take a break. So what do you think here, Hikari? All right, 46, 21, 47, and 92. Interesting. Those are your god of chaos lottery numbers. (laughs) Hakari, your prayers have not yet been answered. And uh, why don't we go ahead and take a quick break? Uh, It's like a metaphor for the lottery. (laughs) Go to the bathroom, uh, get a drink, something like that. Uh, We're going to have more fun when we come back. And maybe more Burbage speeches. And more speeches. Burbage Yay. speech. Burbage Please speech. God, no. Burbage speech. Charity only has so much gold. <laughs> this is fun, though. I like I, I like that we. I've discovered this uh, Burbage deals with privilege thing. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be right back. This has been Goats and Dragons presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. For more information about us, check out our website at HelpfulGoat.com or follow us on Twitter at HelpfulGoat. For more of our shared gaming projects, check us out on Twitch, where we are HelpfulGoat, or on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.